Okay, everybody, it's Michael E. Cullen II. And I'm Sesame Encarta from the All Too Real 2 podcast. We're passionate about movies, TV, and pretty much all things pop culture. Dive into the chaos of failed sitcoms, direct-to-video sequels, and the quirky realms of cinema and TV. Join us every Thursday for your dose of All Too Real 2 entertainment. We'll guide you through debates like whether Howard the Duck qualifies as a superhero. Ponder if Larry the Cable Guy could be the new rock or Schwarzenegger. Discover if some shows and movies should have stayed in the cutting room. Ever heard of a sitcom featuring that dictator with the funny mustache? Well, we watched it. We're dedicated to unraveling the peculiarities of pop culture, sometimes with awesome guests. So, if you're into the eccentric world of pop culture, listen and subscribe to All Too Real 2. Available wherever you find podcasts and on Age of Radio. Welcome to another episode of the Wednesday Pool List. My name is Lex, and I'm here with my co-host, Simon. Simon, what is up? Hey, man. <laughs> What's up? It's It's been a long time. Last week I had to um, put a little something out by myself. It was weird. It felt strange. Because I recorded it as normal, but it was just me staring at myself. <laughs> as I, I mean, I do that anyways. Yeah, I mean... I don't, I don't look at your screen at all. What's going on with you, man? How was your time off? I know that you were celebrating your anniversary. I talked about it uh, last week very briefly and told the story about your wedding day and how you cut your hand, and it was a great, great time. I left. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Uh, I had to get several stitches in my hand uh, <laughs> on my wedding day, so that was fun. Um, it was okay. We We really relaxed. You know, we didn't spend a lot of time scheduling out what we were going to do that day or anything crazy we went to a museum and went to a comic like a toy store and i spent an hour in the toy store i told nicole i was like you might want to wait in the car <laughs> you can stay at the hotel i'll be back uh, in about six hours well, that's the thing is i can't make a decision and they were closing at a certain time so we had to get there before they closed and uh they had so much stuff man like it's like I want. Was it the store that you were talking about? Yeah, it's, the a few weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. So it's like I want this, I want this, I want this, I want this, and so I I tried to decide on things that I could get that would be hard to get online or that I didn't want to wait, and so I ended up getting this mech. But um, man, they had all kinds of stuff. Some they they did have some stuff that were they were trying to charge premium for, which kind of pissed me off. A lot of stores are like that. Yeah, they had a lot of vintage stuff there, didn't they? Or from what I saw on their website. Yeah, uh, you know, they, they did. Um, they had what had kind of irritated me is they had some Super 7 stuff. So they had like Casey Jones, which I would have got because I did, I've did. i been putting that off. Yeah. I don't know why. That's the cartoon but, one, right? Yeah. They had Casey Jones. They had Mumra from... Um, Thundercats, stuff like oh, that. Nice. And I asked them, I was like, what do y'all want for these? And they were like, oh, well, we go by market price. Like, it's a fucking fish store. Oh, <clears throat> And they, you know, looked it up on eBay. And they're like, well, this one's 75 And I was like, oh, look, here's Big Bad Toy Store. It's 50 <laughs> And they were like, oh, well. I'm like, sorry, man. okay, I'm just going to buy it here then. <laughs> yeah, sorry, we don't want to sell it, actually. Yeah, so, and then I got Mumra the Ever Living. Big bad. <laughs> there he is. But anyway, I ended up getting this uh, mech toy. 
but it was cool. It was a cool spot. I threw out Instagram. I was like, oh, I didn't even know about you guys until you started following me on Instagram. <laughs> they were like, oh, that's the nice. owner. That's cool. Uh, anyway, it's like, damn. He's just this creepy, he's just this creepy guy that uses social media in the attic. Yeah, he's like, heavy breather. <laughs> he's like, dude, I'm, I'm 24, man. I don't own this place. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it's good to get away, man. Yeah. Want to get away? Well, it's good to have you back, man. I missed you. I think I said it like 16 times in last week's episode. <laughs> it's kind of weird. People, people probably felt bad for me. He's like, <laughs> Speaking of feel bad for me, let's get into some trending topics, man. I didn't do trending topics last week because it's weird to to not, you know what I mean, to not have anybody to bounce off of. It's just like reading news. Right. It's kind of lame. I mean, people make a career out of that. But yes, I understand what you mean. Yeah, those guys are losers, though. <laughs> people that just I'm read just Reddit. <laughs> Speaking of losers, Sony is coming out with a this this is news that came out maybe last week or the week before last, but I haven't talked to Simon in a while, so we're gonna talk about it. Sony has cast the Grammy winning rapper Bad Bunny as the lead star in its Spider Man spinoff movie El Moreto. Moreto. How do you feel about that, man? So I didn't know who Bad Bunny was. I just looked him up just now. I'm giving my pure nice. reaction. What? <laughs> <laughs> First of all, I don't know anything about El Muerto. He has only two comic book appearances in the history of comic books. Oh, okay. So why wouldn't you make a movie out of him? Um, <laughs> yeah. He's a wrestler that fought Spider-Man in a wrestling ring. Uh-huh. And he gets his super strength and fighting prowess. Prowess. Prowess, right. Prowess. <laughs> Prowess. I guess that. <laughs> it gets his fighting ability from his luchador mask, which is magical and passed down through his family, which is cool. But again, it was like one of, it was like a Spider-Man friendly neighborhood Spider-Man book, which is sort of geared towards like younger people. Uh-huh. So I don't know. I think they just said Bad Bunny just probably went to the offices and was like, "Hey, and he he I don't think he speaks very good English, so he probably said it in all Spanish." <laughs> He's like, hey, I want to be in a Spider-Man movie. I want to play Spider-Man. And they're like, all right, we got you. And then they just like started. They went to Google and was like, Spanish, Spider-Man. There he is. There he is. He got him in a headlock on the cover. I don't know. Why why is Sony doing anything other than trying? I would just focus on getting Miles on the big screen. Yeah. Well, I mean, in real life, because... (laughs) <laughs> doing pretty pretty I mean, successful in the animated we'll see we'll see they I mean, botch these next two movies ah man it's just gonna be miles Probably. miles gets murdered in the first five yeah. seconds <laughs> yeah uh but i just saw some pictures of this dude and he looks like a real piece of work but yeah he's got some songs that you've heard weirdly i'm pretty sure he did a song with justice beaver <laughs> 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 the crime fighting beaver. Yeah. Who's Justice Beaver? <laughs> Speaking yeah. of Justice Beaver, Across the Spider-Verse 2 will feature 240 characters, just like Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Right. And it takes place across six universes revealed by the directors. The sequel is way, way bigger than the last one. Um, hmm. That's nuts, because I don't even know. I know a lot of like the side Spider-Man characters I read. Spider-Verse, Spider-Verse 2, Spider-Geddon. I've read all those. 
so I'm familiar with a lot of like the one-off characters. 240 is a lot. I'm assuming that it's just going to be like in passing. I don't think they're yeah. going to even like I bet half of them don't even have speaking lines. Well, I know in the the trailer that they showed like that's the Indian Spider-Man <clears throat> like that. Mm-hmm. Um maybe like 100 of them are Spider-Man. Yeah. That's one of my favorite character my favorite Spider-Man too because it's, it's pretty good. Spider It's because it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> Spider-Man it's, it's a funny cause. It should be more prominent. And yeah, I don't know. Hopefully they it seems like it's going to be a big movie, but I hope they don't they're not like oh, people love this shit. Let's just keep on shoving. There's just gotta, non-stop Spider-Mans. As many Spider-Men as you can <laughs> fit on a screen. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. And then they split it into two movies. So it's Across the Spider-Verse and then a few months later Beyond the Spider-Verse comes so, out. So 120 characters per. No, this is just in the this is just in Across the Spider-Verse. Oof. Yeah. I hope they have that Spider-Horse. There's like a cowboy Spider-Man <laughs> yeah. with a Spider-Horse. Why is he wearing a mask <laughs> to hide his identity? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I hope, I hope he's in it, man. Uh, also, speaking of... Nah, I have no segue for this, but CW has canceled all of their shows. Except for The Flash. They canceled Batwoman. I think all they had left is Batwoman, Legends of Tomorrow. Oh, well, they have, they have Superman Lois. I guess they didn't cancel that. That's their best show. That one's actually really good. Nicole's friend does CGI stuff for them. She Oh, wow. She's worked on a lot of higher profile things she she did sonic and uh sonic and knuckles sonic 2 <clears throat> and then she had something to do with anyway it has i don't know her nicole talks to her often enough which i think is pretty neat i know people that have stuff to do in hollywood but i don't like i'm like oh yeah well i dated the girl that did mandalorian you know she did the <laughs> casting for mandalorian in high school she didn't even talk to me anymore my biggest claim to fame is talking to you every Friday and Saturday. <laughs> well, I was on the news a lot this week, so I'm like the mayor of Wichita Falls. <laughs> That's a pretty cool job title, man. I'm not going to lie. I would move back for that to, to be, be your assistant. Well, yeah. Assistant yeah. assistant come, mayor. Come on, let's do it. <laughs> what do you think about that? What do you think about them canceling? I never saw an episode of Batwoman. Uh, it's, and it's not even because I'm not interested in the character. I just... I'm not interested in CW shows. No, I I I used to like The Flash, and then it it was always like a soap opera, so it got a little bit too much for me. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't really ever watch Legend of Tomorrow, but I'm kind of sad because I know that Donald Faison was in there as Booster Gold, which yeah, I like him. Um, but I wasn't ever gonna watch yeah, it. Had, it so <laughs> it had the potential. It had the potential of what's his name coming back. And then being a duo again, him being Ted Cord. Oh yeah, yeah, that, that would have been freaking cool. Um, let's see, Batwoman. What was funny is the original. What I, my favorite part of that show is that it is terrible. But my favorite part of that show is when Ruby. I know that's changed over, but she is acting and she's talking about the costume, and they're like, "Oh, we have to fit it to you," and it's like obviously a lady's spandex costume it's like that's what he wore yeah. it's like no that's what you're gonna wear <laughs> like they didn't do two costumes um well kevin conroy kevin conroy was the batman of that universe no he wasn't he was a batman in an alternate universe i Never saw mind. something about that 
Yeah, they were. It was like a crossover between all the shows, and they were traveling the multiverse. Yeah, yeah. And he was like the Kingdom Come Batman, yeah, right? Who murdered everybody? He like murdered Joker and all the bad guys. Yeah. And in that episode, I think he tried to murder Batwoman. It was weird, man. Why wouldn't you? Kevin Kevin Conroy looks so old too. He's. I love Kevin Conroy, but he looks so old. He's always kind of looked old though. He's always yeah. like does like you see handsome cartoon Bruce Wayne. And you're like, and then you see like the yeah. crew creeper come out in his like <laughs> yeah. wheelchair. Yeah, gnarled. He was always been skinny and like too tall. I'm Batman. <laughs> I am the knight. It's, yeah, it's a Lazarus pit, man. It really takes a toll on you after you use it so many times. Right. Oh, poor, poor Kevin Conroy. I do love him. He's a sweet, sweet man. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. He can look as gnarled as he wants. Um. Yeah. He has a heart of gold, even though he has the skin of an <laughs> aged alligator. <laughs> uh, as far as the rest of them, I don't care. I mean, that's the thing. It's like the Arrowverse shows have gotten so ridiculous. Arrow was ridiculous. Arrow was so ridiculous. I've watched every episode of the Arrow, and it was because it was the first one. Yeah. And then I was like, okay. Then they said it was ending. I was like, okay, well, I can I can finish this off. The, the Flash, I fell off around the same time that Arrow ended. Uh, Legends of Tomorrow, I periodically watched, and it was good because they just stopped trying to be, like, in that Arrow Flash world. It just it was really, really wacky and corny comic booky, yeah. which is sort of my sweet spot. So I, I really enjoyed that one. And I... I don't think it would get picked up by Netflix or anything, especially because Netflix is like put everything on the chopping block, right? Which sucks. Like they were supposed to make a show about Bone and they canceled that, which is super depressing. Yeah, I mean, but how interesting can a Bone be? I mean, I wish I had the. I don't have the laugh <laughs> real full of it. I should have it. <laughs> Speaking of Bones, the first tr- teaser trailer for Avatar. The sequel was in front of Multiverse of Madness, and I've seen it, Simon. You saw Multiverse of Madness. Uh, I I heard this news before, but I went and saw it, but it, I totally forgot. Yeah. And when it came on, I was like, "Why are they playing this old ass trailer <laughs> for fucking Avatar? <laughs> Who the fuck cares about Avatar?" I, I, uh, I leaned over to Nicole and was like, "Oh shit! I didn't think this was ever going to come out." And yeah. And then I, I've seen people dunking on Avatar on the internet lately about like how trash it was and all this stuff. And I'm like, I didn't think it was trash. I thought it was a weird James Cameron movie, but well, I enjoyed it. It's Pocahontas 3D. But the thing about uh, the thing about Avatar and why it was such a big deal is because it was like one of the first like really successful 3D movies, which I saw in yeah. 3D, and it was like, holy shit. Um, yeah. Because it wasn't like, whoa, whoa, you know, like it was just a nice world to be in. Um, we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness uh, over on Patreon. But in like, in real time, we're going to talk about it in a second. But I, a, a quick little anecdote for you guys listening to the regular podcast. I feel like Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness was meant to be viewed in 3d yeah yeah nicole said that once or twice we were watching it, it was, was like, very spy kids yeah <laughs> spy yeah. kids three she goes is this supposed to be in 3d <laughs> yeah i was like why why are we watching this uh, uh yeah but back to papyrus or avatar yeah, pa- back to avatar. use papyrus <laughs> uh 
yeah nicole uh oh i leaned over and i was talking to her about it a little bit and i was like isn't it great we were talking about this pre-show but like one of the main characters does not currently have a acting career if he does he's in indie stuff but like zoe Mm -hmm. sedona has rocketed from avatar yeah Uh, she's got big checks yeah um and then this other guy i can't remember his name but he hadn't been in really sigourney weaver huh Uh, sigourney weaver is the name sigourney weaver sigourney weaver is the name you're looking for yeah no (laughs) (laughs) yeah that guy um he does (laughs) she doesn't act anymore either (laughs) uh shouldn't have to man that's true. She lives yeah, with that alien uh, money. Zool and uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. But, oh yeah, I guess she was in. She was in Ghostbusters. Spoiler alert. Was she? I barely remember her being it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She's she was at the end credit scene where they were redoing the the card trick thing. Yeah. Um. Anyway, but yeah, this guy he's hadn't been in anything. He was in like Terminator Salvation. He was in uh, Titans titan what was it yeah it was it was one of those uh older movies where he was odysseus or well he was something no he was achilles right no i think it was achilles no that's a different movie (laughs) i mean but it was like a like a he's a cinematic universe they were like gonna (laughs) they were gonna him eric banna brad pitt (laughs) no he was a fake character i thought he was achilles but i could be wrong I don't think it's not Odysseus. He wasn't an Odyssey. Anyway, uh, point is, there's no way we're going yeah. to stop you right there. There's no way we're going to remember this movie we might have seen once 20 years ago. <laughs> I never did watch it. But anyway, that guy, uh, <laughs> it's just great that he's getting to come back because they decided that t- t- I don't know, 15 years later, 10 years later, they're going to revive this franchise movie that's yeah. been in development hell. In typical James Cameron fashion. He didn't just revive it for a sequel. He's like, hey, we're going to make six more movies <laughs> and they're going to come out every year back to back. That is like no die. one, <laughs> no one on this planet asked for that. Yeah, I don't even think like a sequel doesn't even seem that interesting to me. I guess it, it's going to look cool. Yeah, I don't really know what the the only thing I found interesting in there is the fact that uh there looked like there were some wild humans among the bunch, which is kind of interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like how that, I don't know. But uh, yeah, who cares? I don't know. Avatar is fine. It's not a great movie, but it's fine. Uh, made a lot of money because it was like, whoa, 3D graphics. So there you go. Yeah, it was just fine. People yeah. have been dunking on it. And I'm like, I didn't hate it. But I also, I mean, I have watched it since it came out in, came out in 1997 or whenever it came out. <laughs> I have watched it since then, but only, I think the only time I watched it, it was like on HBO or something. And even though I saw it in theaters while it was on HBO, I was like, I don't know if I've ever seen Avatar before. <laughs> I watched it like, I and I got to like, robots and... I, I got to the robot fight where he flips the knife and I'm like, oh yeah, I've seen this movie before. Yeah. Been already two hours in, so I got to finish it. Yeah. He killed that tiger thing with the weird plant yeah. head. Poor thing. That's sad. Hate that guy. Now he's blind, people, killing man. people. Yeah, and he was in that movie "Don't Breathe" or whatever it is, where they yeah. glue his mouth shut. Yeah, <laughs> where it's about being underwater divers. 
What a great. That guy is just like, hey, man, I, I want my agent to get me the fucking weirdest movies that are out there. I'll do them. Uh, speaking of weirdest movies out there, we got a new Obi-Wan teaser trailer. I think it's just a full-on trailer. We still got fucking SNL head Inquisitor. <laughs> I don't give a shit if people get mad at me about that. Cone he looks head. dumb. Yeah, Conan Inquisitor. <laughs> he looks, it looks like, when you talked about Mad TV before we started recording, it looks like uh, someone would walk out in a skit of Mad TV and the crowd would go nuts because it would be so funny looking. You know what he looks like? He looks like roll-on deodorant. Like the rest of it <laughs> is a container and his head... It's the little ball. <laughs> yeah. He looks like an SNL skit about Megamind, not even about like the Inquisitors. <laughs> oh, man. That's terrible. Did you see the trailer, though? I saw it. I didn't listen to it, weirdly. Uh, yeah, you do yeah. have this thing where you just, you're just like, fuck it, I'm going to consume it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just looking at it, and I don't remember if I was at work or what, but I was watching it, but I couldn't like have my volume up, so I just watched it, and then I yeah. just never went back to it. Mainly because, mainly because, mainly um, because, we've discussed this in the past. I don't care so much about spoil. Like, <clears throat> if something spoils me, you know, I think six people are watching this right now. Do you see up in the corner? There's, I did see that, yeah. Um, anyway, when uh, things are kind of spoiled, if you give me the whole plot in just like word format, I don't care because I can visualize and then I'll go watch it. But mm -hmm. when I hate when trailers ruin the movie that you're like trying to get excited yeah. about. So in Multiverse of Madness, uh, while we were in Dallas, we were watching cable TV and there's a TV mm -hmm. spot and you hear like the Illuminati, like you hear the word. It had been mm -hmm. speculation. I had avoided all media. And then they say Illuminati. I'm like, well, fuck. Now I know what that is. It's more fun when and you in go that in same, and you don't know. In that same trailer, they show Captain Carter, right? Uh, I didn't see it in that, but then <laughs> I was told later, like, oh, did you see the shield? I'm like, well, shit. Because I'd already seen yeah, speculation about that as well. Um, and what's funny is, like, within that trailer, within that five-second spot, half of the surprises of the, that reveal are ruined. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, the point it is, makes you, it makes you think. Yeah, we'll talk about this in a second. On the, you guys yeah, have yeah, to yeah. listen to our Patreon episode if you guys want to get the rest of that conversation. But yeah, so I mean, as far as the Obi Wan, I know there's not going to be a whole lot of surprises with that because the Star Wars doesn't really have that in it. But um, yeah. I still am kind of avoiding because I don't want to be automatically disappointed. So well, I think you and I are in the same boat when it comes to this show, in that. I didn't need to see any trailers. I didn't need to even see the first one. I was going to watch this no matter what. As soon as they right. said Ewan McGregor was in it, I was going to fucking watch it. Yeah, I was already getting the lube out, you know? It didn't, it didn't even matter if he was legitimately just sitting in the desert for six episodes. <laughs> I, would, I would watch that because I love that guy. Yeah. Uh, I did think in this trailer it was cool because we did see... I'm not... You know, Darth Vader is like Joker to me. He is... Everybody loves him. He's the greatest or whatever. But I did think it was cool when they were like putting his body together on him. Yeah. That was cool. Which, I mean, they did that, though. They already did that. Yeah. Now they just do it every day. That's yeah. how he gets ready now. There's <laughs> One of the coolest things, the expanded fiction, is in uh, Shadows of the Empire when it talks about him using the Force to like heal his lungs and stuff. 
Mm-hmm. That kind of shit is interesting. Put that in a movie. Why is Darth yeah. Vader so boring? Constantly. He's, he's just so boring. He's, he's just like fucking Jason. Yeah. yeah he's like he really is. He's like Frankenstein. Jason. <laughs> Stomps yeah. around. And he's terrifying. Like, every, like, in Rogue One, that was a great scene where he's walking down the hall. Oh, God, But yeah. it's also, But it's also like... He's, that's Jason. That's like Jason walking down a high school hallway or something. That, to me... Murdering a bunch of kids. To me, that put... I know this is where way off topic, but uh, to me, <laughs> that scene in, in Rogue One is what makes it like my top three Star Wars is because it actually made Darth Vader scary and menacing. Right? It made him do and en- it made him do anything. <laughs> right. Other than that, you really don't see him. He just kind of wanders around and acts like he can't really see and waves his sword yeah. around. I love that force choke thing. It's like a skit. I can't even remember what skit it was. Where it was like j- the people that were just pretending. Oh, on that robot he chicken. Was cho- it's like, yeah. You put on the, you wait for him to choke you out. You put on these funny glasses and you go right back to work. <laughs> look at. So I funny. can't remember what the character's name is. Like, look at what and so and so. He's been choked out fifteen times. He's got like a fake beard, mustache, eyeglasses, different hat. That's oh, great. That's funny. That's funny. Uh, that's all I have for trading topics. Simon, What? I haven't talked about toys with you in a while, man. What's going on in the toy world? Uh, not a lot that I've seen. They did just release, re-release a lot of the um, Super 7... Sorry, my brain. Super 7 Thundercat stuff. So uh, I think I talked to you about it off the off show or at, about that comic shop. Anyway, <clears throat> I got the... Uh, the Mumraw Everlasting, which is great. I got the Lion-O, finally. Um, yeah, you had ordered that a while ago, right? Yeah, like a year. Um, so I got those two. Uh, Mezco just sent out a thing. I had this pre-ordered, but they just sent out that they're charging for their uh, Golden Age Batman and Two-Face 2-pack. So I should get that uh, at the end of May, I'm sure. Which is pretty exciting. Yeah. A lot of people, every time they release something... People complain, they're like, where's Batman 89? Where's Batman uh, Gotham by Gaslight? Ordered that last year. Where is it? Yeah. And this. Man, they really knocked those Batman figures out. Well, I mean, Golden Age Batman, I ordered that shit in January. That's when it was went Damn. up for pre-order. So it's already coming out. Whereas these other characters, they haven't, <laughs> they haven't come out yet. So pretty great. Is it because they use similar molds on certain figures? or I think it might be that, that it's not way out of the ordinary with uh, accessories and stuff like that whereas yeah. like that gotham by gaslight batman comes with like this weird harness and like bat wings and stuff uh oh, that's cool i've seen some of the accessories for that yeah a whole new different costume not just a gray leotard um so i imagine that's what a lot of that comes down to the 89 batman the reason it's so complicated is because it's like a seamless body hmm and uh that's what they say that's what's taking it so long to get it all figured out but at any rate um that's about it i did get um uh sentinel the sentinel is the brand name miles and peter parker and they're Hmm. some of the best figures that i've ever owned like they're great especially the the peter parker it's it's really good and it's so simple like the joints and engineering ridiculous i love that peter parker he's one of my favorites well this one's really nice because it's got two different waist sections so mm. like i already had the moffex peter b parker and he's kind of chubby well this one you can get mm-hmm. like a skinny and he's got the blonde hair like the peter parker that dies 
Oh, yeah. So it's like a good standard Spider-Man. The Miles Morales is really great. Um, and he comes with a lot of cool accessories. And like I said, like just the engineering alone, some of these have butterfly joints and they do all this crazy stuff with the shoulders. These other ones, they have one ball joint and it just looks good. And Is it the Miles before he got the end of the movie suit, like where he's wearing the jacket, or is it the... It's both. You can you can switch everything. Oh, nice. Out. It's plastic. Oh, damn, though. that's cool. The one thing about the Moffex is it comes with uh, cloth goods, mm-hmm. and this one, like the jacket's plastic and the shorts are plastic. But the Moffex, the shorts I came with that, like they always look too big. They look odd. Mm. So <laughs> the plastic shorts look good, but the cloth jacket looks good. So you can mix and match. Um, but it's pretty neat. It I'm excited to. Uh, I took some pictures. I haven't posted any of them yet. That's all I got for trending topics, guys. Uh, take it a second to listen to these ads. We're going to record some other shows, and we'll be right back. Welcome back, guys, and thank you for listening to those ads. It feels weird to, to say that and do this part of the show because we just did like three hours of other shows. God, so, uh, you can't stop, man. Jeez. So, so thank you for listening to those ads. What for, for you, what was like a few seconds, it's been three hours. You're like a time traveler. this is the section of the podcast where we review a trade and at this point i'm sure you are calling it a trade review if not that's okay you're done get out of here if you're not calling it a trade review you're done (laughs) this week of the podcast we are reviewing the current defenders book um you would know that if you sign up for our newsletter over at wednesdaypool.com it tells you all the books we're reading every month at the beginning of the month so to get that shameless plug out of there, do that. Sign up for our newsletter, and uh, you'll know what we know. That's how I found out what we're reading. <laughs> Hell yeah! So it works at least once. Yeah. Uh, um. Yep. Right off the bat, I've always wanted to. I wanted to read this when it was coming out. I collected the single issues, as I do a lot of times. But I'll read the first issue, and I'm like, "Oh, this will be good to read with Simon." Uh, and then, and I'm also. I just fucking get, I'm lazy. So that's also a big, a big reason. That, it makes you sound like I'm your kid. Like, I can't wait to get this home and read yeah. it with Simon. I'll read, I'll read this too, Simon. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Defenders. But yeah, I wanted to read this because I like the Defenders. The old school Defenders are Incredible Hulk, Doctor Strange, Silver Surfer, Namor. Um, and it's just sort of a, a wacky comic booky team. Like, it's a, it's weird mm-hmm. for them to team up and be a, an actual marvel universe team and so when i saw this i also love javier rodriguez's art so i was like yeah this is this is right up my alley so defenders issue number one written by al Al ewing who does some zany stuff over at marvel he's currently writing the avengers book you either love it or you fucking hate it i love it it's really really weird but um he writes weird stuff the art and covers are by Javier Rodriguez. I mentioned him a second ago. And they are reuniting for this Cosmos Colliding journey. I don't remember what they did before that. So if you know, let us let us know. <laughs> when existence itself faces extraordinary threats, it is an extraordinary it needs an extraordinary defense. That's when you call the Defenders, Doctor Strange, and the Masked Raider. Take a non-team of Marvel's weirdest, wildest heroes on a mission that will uncover the hidden architecture of reality itself. This cosmos was not the first to exist, but if the Defenders can't track Marvel's oldest villain through the deepest trenches of time, 
it might be its last. If you were confused by any of that, that's the theme mm-hmm. of the entire of the entire book. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna start things off. We'll talk about this issue a little bit, but I'm gonna start things off by it drops you straight into this story and it never stops. Yeah, 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 yeah. You you are a confused reader. No one knows what's going on. Not even a little bit. And it was like I was trying to. It, it's not complex in the sense of like, it's like astrophysics or anything, but it's just a lot of stuff. Yeah. A lot of like Marvel lore. It's very Jack Kirby. It's very old school comic book stuff. Um, but it's, it's fucking cool. I can't say it's not cool mainly because I love the art so much. Yeah. That's what I thought. I kept thinking Jack Kirby in my head a lot. Uh, yeah. Illustrations as well. Like it's very old school. What did you think about this first issue, man? The Mass Raider was cool. I've never, I don't know anything about that character. Yeah, man, just ask me and answer me. Uh, no, the, <laughs> I, I thought that was cool too. It's very like Western take, and I love that. I don't know it, it. It's like that meme we were just talking about, like that <laughs> meme about Doctor Strange. It's like what you're touching, what you're touching is the lost vault of blah 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 blah. Like that's what this whole <laughs> yeah. book felt like. Um, but I do love, you know, initially that they're talking about this deep, deep lore that I don't know about, but you know, I don't really feel like I need to. Nah, even if you did, like I know about a little bit of this and even reading through it, it was all over my head. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm just going to get through this. Cause I have fucking no idea what they're talking about. <laughs> I love the artwork, but I think it's funny. They gave, uh, Dr. Strange, like, uh, Fu Manchu a lot. The catfish mustache where it's like down in the middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Pretty weird. Funny. Um, yep. And you talk about like the the crimson bands of crit. Cr- I love that about Doctor Strange. Like yeah. his like stupid things that he just has them. He has them all memorized. Mm-hmm. And it's just like the most wildest, dumbest things. Like in this one, he's like. Curious to block the bolts of Batharak instinctively and effortlessly. It takes years of training. It's like, how old is fucking Doctor Strange? Mm-hmm. He has all of these things mastered and memorized all of them. And again, I can't talk about, I can't not talk about how good the art is. Yeah, man, it's, it's really cool. There's like some traditional panels, but then it's like every other page is, are just like wild panels. Yeah. Um, like this one where he's sipping the tea and the whole thing is like in this in the steam of the tea like the whole story he's telling oh man well and it's congruent at the end of it because the next part is so first it's steven talking about you know where this guy came from and then that guy later is talking about how he's here and it's it kind of flows from one teacup into the other yeah it's crazy man crazy colors i mean this is and, and the mass raider is cool because he his mask is made from a cloth of is it infinity or yeah something like that whatever one of those higher concept characters of this universe is um, like the guy that's all stars and he's got the big collar the cosmos i imagine yeah it's, it's just a lot of high marvel deep lore concepts in this book but like the cause, yeah, like you said, deep lore, like the cosmic, like the creation myth of Marvel. <laughs> yeah, I do uh, like how he how he summons the defenders are just like in these tarot cards. 
that he has no control over who it is right yeah i need help we'll see what fate brings which that's what a lot of it comes down to is fate a lot of this Mm -hmm. the whole series yeah fate like what what is brought to me by chance yeah, Doctor Strange almost becomes a background character in this entire book, real quick. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, there are five issues, and each issue sort of focuses, at least the beginning part of it, on a different character. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess this would be his issue. But it seems like there's a lot going on with the cards. He's like, this card is upside down and reversed. That means I am, I, I just, it lost me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's, like, yeah, it's reading a the mass The mass Raider is here, and it's reversed and upside down. That means he's up to something. And it's like, what yeah, the fuck, yeah. man? <laughs> yeah, so it's the Hierophant. If it were regular, it would mean that he brings knowledge or something. But this means that something else. And yeah. a lot of that knowing that, one, I don't believe in all that hocus pocus. <laughs> I do. I'll I just kind of... I was just like, whatever. Um... Yeah, that's kind of why I just blazed through it because I was like, I'm not going to understand these fucking tarot concepts. They they don't matter, really. Right, yeah. Yeah, I mean, so he pulls one for the Red Harpy, which I don't know anything about her, but said the High Priestess. Yeah, I mean, uh, I knew immediately who it was, but I'd never heard of this character before. Um, The High Priestess reversed secrets and disharmony, withdrawal and silence, information withheld. (laughs) Well, yeah, it's like, very okay. Doctor Strangey, and I like this Doctor Strange more than the MCU Doctor Strange because he's he's even more like yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like the neighbor from Venture Bros. Yeah, I know uh, it's based off of Doctor Strange, but it's fucking more like that. <laughs> um, this was another high high concept. Vashanti, be with me. Lovers reversed, self love, internal conflict, strange relationship. Yeah, I don't know this. I've never heard of this one. I've never heard of this character either. Cloud, the character Cloud. Um, they, the pronouns. Don't don't mess it up. Yeah, man. Pushing. I did agenda. think it was cool this this panel where everything. He's like, I just let Matt at this point. I just let magic do its thing, mm-hmm. and his spell is like magic. Do your thing. <laughs> I was like, that's cool. I like it when it's simple. He has these all these crazy sayings for his spells, and this one he's just like, you know what? Magic, do magic. Funny. Yeah, and I and I love in the background you see all these different versions of himself. Yeah, I like that too. The retro Doctor Strange, even the one where he has that weird blue mask. Mm-hmm. Silver Surfer looks great in every single panel he's in in this entire book. Yeah, I really love this one um, where he's like, "Strange, what did you do?" And he's got these multicolored like yeah. dots on his face. He looks really oh, cool. Man. He looks so good in this, and then. They get sucked into this port. This just like this book happens. Everything happens so fast. You don't have a time. You don't have any time to understand what's going on. Mm-hmm. And their journey has begun. They go back in time, but so far back in time that it's like before the creation of this universe. Right. We learn I... that this is the sixth iteration of universes, and they go so far back that they're in the fifth. I love that. Yeah, I love it that it's I don't know how much that has been explored, but the fact that it's just like, you know, the universe ends, it's reborn and not like 616 and and ultimate and all that. Yeah, like this is their universe. Yeah, it's not like a company 
relaunch. Right. This or is rebranding just, or anything. This is like this is what happens. Yeah, this existed before you know, in this case Galactus. This is what existed before any of this stuff. And, and I do love that they tie like Galactus's lore to this. Whenever a universe dies, there's a cre- there's a person or creature or something that stays behind and becomes the devourer of the next universe. Mm-hmm. So like Dr. Galen in this universe will become Galactus because this universe dies. I thought that was cool. One thing, yeah, and it is. One thing I noticed towards the end is we kind of go through the first one's pretty straightforward, right? As far as art style and, uh, you know, this is this guy's art style. But as we go deeper into it, they almost, sorry, they almost go through like phases of art in general. Yeah. Um, once we're at the end, we're at high art, sty- like fine art styling. We're talking like Russian futurism. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, which uh, I loved. Um, I Me loved too. every minute of it. So. Me too. Um, we also get introduced to this new lady who is a scientist. I really dig that. I really dig like the Tom Strong type of heroes that are like a superhero, but they're really just extremely smart. Yeah. And what's her title though? It's not just scientist. She's like a science something. Like everything has science in the name. Yeah. yeah like she, her science mansion or what it's not a science mansion but whatever her lab is called yeah sci science or sci sci mansion or something like that yeah yeah um yeah she's cool uh ta we, we don't they're on yeah ta. we don't learn we don't learn why she's important until the next issue but um she's cool she's she's over the top she speaks like a, a person from modern times speaks though i thought that was a little bit weird to me, I've read her as more of like a 50s, like band yeah. pal kind of superhero. He stands there, big hungry himself. I was like, mm. oh, she's a little sassy. Big hungry. Big hungry himself. That's the, that's the that's 2000s. <laughs> Omni, but Omnimax is the villain at this point. It looks like Galactus with fucking squid mouth. Yeah, squid mouth. <laughs> Been there. Uh Great. I mean, and this is it. We got the team. We got the Sorcerer Supreme. We got the Mass Raider, Silver Surfer, Harpy, and Cloud. Um, not a bad team. Needs a little bit of Hulk in there. You got to have somebody to smash. But I guess Harpy is the Hulk analog. Yeah, weird. I like I said, I I knew about Red She Hulk, but I'd not read Red Harpy or anything. It had to do it, with that. It happens so in is... the Immortal Hulk series. Uh, she dies and comes back as this gross thing gross it looks gross gross. there's some like there's some like love there's some love scenes where she's like oh that's fucking gross man getting that cloaca yeah (laughs) all right take away issue number two all right defenders issue two the mother of galactus the defenders find themselves in the birthplace of galactus but the devourer is not the man they remember meet taia omnimax and more as al ewing and javier rodriguez expand the cosmos and put Doctor Strange's makeshift magical team in extreme jeopardy. This first page of Silver Surfer, beautiful. Mm-hmm. And again, mm-hmm. he doesn't. He looks great in every single panel he's in. I'm just a Silver Surfer fan. For him to be such a basic ass character, he's just a silver dude. 
Just as over, dude. But yeah, he looks really great. Uh, this is the same guy that did Silver Surfer Black. Is that correct? No. No, no, that's... Uh, what's Tread Mortis Silver yeah, yeah. Surfer Black. <laughs> this looks very similar from what I remember from those covers. Yeah, this is this looks like Tread Moore, but heavy-handed on the uh, Jack Kirby homage. Yeah, homage, yep. Um... I love these first images of, of what's his name? Gilgamax. <laughs> uh, uh, Om- Omnimax. Yeah, Omnimax. There's something really cool about that that side shot. Yeah. I don't know. He looks like he has cities growing out of his legs and stuff. Like he is a, yeah. a force. Yeah, he looks great. Also, this like this panel of them fighting, and then the, the rubble... The panels are the rubble from the rocks falling. I've never seen anything like that. It looks great, man. Yeah. Yeah. And it's hard. To me, it, it, to me, it feels like it would be hard to pull off. Like some people would be like, oh, well, why are they flying? But it just, it works so well. And this is that, that what I'm talking about when you're, we're going down the line of art style. So this is yeah. the, I don't know, golden age. Does that, does that sound right? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I'd say uh, so of uh marvel comics very old school looking stuff like we said jack kirby-esque yeah um it's uh, i love dr strange getting hit on by this lady already yeah you're my kind of man dr strange is a sleazeball science fortress she's a science science ear yeah each science ear has their own hyper lab it's like that i like all that weird science stuff yeah, and it's like displaced from time or whatever. But I do find it weird that there's a guy devouring this world, which is a big deal. You know, Galactus yeah. makes it a big deal. Um, but they're just like going to talk <laughs> in this yeah sci- science fortress. The conversation gets weird in this part too. It's just like Harvey is sniffing something, and Doctor Strange just has this weird remark to it. He's just like. This this multiverse is totally devoted to science, where the very concept was born. It's not a cold place. It's it just starts talking about like love, hate, action, emotion. It's like what are you talking about, dude? Yeah, yeah. But I do I do like that, and it gets deeper as we go on. But that he's yeah. like, you know, magic exists here, but like science is the major ruler. Yeah, this is where it all came from. Which yeah, I think she's is like. I think that's why we have these heavy Jack Kirby influences yeah. because that was his deal. Harvey's like, what are you talking about, man? I just said I smelled something. What the fuck yeah. was that? <laughs> <laughs> and then we learned that baby Gallon is, is awoken from his slumber. And if you know anything about Galactus, you know, his real name is Gallon, And he wasn't always a giant monster, man. He that's certainly feeling, uh, 10 gallons of shit in a five. <laughs> I want uh, Galactus helmet so bad. <laughs> like cosplay one, so bad. Um, Silver Surfer has this moment where he's gonna do the killing Thanos as a baby thing. It seems like. Yeah, kill Hitler as a baby. But he's not. He's not going to. Fucking Mass Raider rolls up on him though. Like, yo, man, chill yeah. out. I got my six shooter on you. I love that he can see his reflection in the back of Silver Surfer's head. <laughs> yeah. And, and it is cool that Silver Surfer's like, no, man, I'm just going to remind him of 
Yeah. Like what he's messing with to kind of curb his hunger, make him feel guilty about it. Yeah. So weird. So weird to have baby Galactus in this. And again, more, just more weird stuff. They're riding on this Dr. Seuss motorcycle to go save the day. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty funny. They're all just sitting on the side of an engine on all on all sides. Then they um, have this high this high concept mother cube, which is the emotions of all the people on the planet. To I don't know, launch an attack on the fucking Great Devourer. I do. So this the uh, maybe we talked about this, but he Strange is talking to Raider, and he says, you know, you can use the Eternity Max a mask to become his equal and he's like yeah but i'll get his hunger too so he doesn't want to use it yet but they say it several times like the eternity mask can make you equal to your foe but that still only gives you 50 50 shot of winning yeah yeah and then we get the new devourers herald which looks that's lame it was lame yeah they were trying to do the silver server thing but the key fucking kept his glasses on (laughs) <laughs> but when they but when they start fighting, that's great. That's a great panel when they like mm-hmm. clash into each other. Yeah, I still don't know about Cloud Man. She's, I mean, they're yeah, they're they there, they're there. I don't really know what they're doing, but they're there. I don't know. The doctor again. Doctor Strange is also just there. He's just yeah, sitting there. And he's he's like, oh, we can use this, right? We can use this box. <laughs> there's some pretty cool parts in this like the battle and cloud is, is using their energy to kind of get uh obdubaxes yeah it's kind of like a distraction of hunger yeah get it get his attention this uh, panel of like when they shoot him with the rainbow beams and like it's like silver surfers panel and the other um herald's panel then that mm-hmm. those panels lead into them zooming around dude not, you don't see, I've never seen anything like this. Yeah, it's really nice. Crazy, man. Creative. Creative AF. <laughs> That's creative of... Silver Surfer wins because, of course, it's fucking Silver Surfer. He's not going to lose to this nerd. Well, he, yeah, he, like, steals his power. Yeah, and he even says, like, he beat, he has me in raw strength. If he would have used raw strength, he would have beat me. But he opened it up and tried to steal my powers. I know all about that, so I fucking win. Yeah, and it's weird because then this guy, what's his name? The, the main bad guy? Yeah, I forgot his name. Uh, he disappears into the time stream or whatever, but Silver Surfer just leaves. But, you know, I'm curious what that leads into because I don't keep track of all of it. So I don't know really. I don't either. What I like about this book is that it, since it's so out of time and out of reality, it really doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, Silver Server says that the mat because he used so much of his power, the magic is wearing off, which I thought that was interesting. But then we then we get a last panel of fucking Muckmouth, another Muckmouth, Muckmouth, and that weird leech dog thing was fucking creepy looking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, very weird. Uh, Lamprey. Yeah, Defenders Lamprey issue number dog. three, the debut of the deadly Moridun. Doctor Strange and his misfit crew land in a world of dark primal magic. 
where our world's master of the mystic arts is just a magical morsel for countless hungry sorcerers. The most powerful entity on this plane, the maker of magic itself, already knows the defenders and their mission. Their paltry abilities mean nothing to him save one, the power to move between the cosmos. All of existence lies vulnerable as the defenders find themselves outmatched. Again, another high concept, I think it's cool that they were the last issue they were at the beginning of science this one they're at the beginning of magic i think it's cool and so like off world that it does again it doesn't matter yeah 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 i thought it was but yeah i think it's pretty neat too um and that you know some things aren't gonna work like her ship doesn't work because science doesn't exist yet so when they go through this beam like that little weird susian motorcycle starts <laughs> plummeting because science doesn't exist. Yeah, and cloud, they can't turn into their cloud form. They're just like mm-hmm. a naked person. Which is interesting. Yeah. I, I'm not gonna lie, I've, I've blazed through a lot of this com- dialogue because it's just like, Muckmouth is like, telling all his history of magic stuff, and I'm like, no. I don't care. Sorry. But, one cool moment that I will say is that they have this green door open up. Which, uh, Harvey's like, oh, I've seen that before, because it's sort of how she got brought back to life in, through a green door, not saying it's the exact same one. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was cool. And they there's this weird thing where they use, they all represent a different form of magic or something Yeah, as a team, and that's why Maury Dunn's like, mm, you win! Blast you stinking kids and your dog! <laughs> uh, uh, this issue was weird, man. Any highlights for you? Years, though. Uh, no, just a, it, it, I didn't like this one as much as the last one. Me either. It was like, again, it was like a really high concept magic stuff, um, which is not bad. These panels look great. The colors really pop. I love. I mean, I love all of that. They get at the end of it though. They get transported through that green door into another dimension. I think they're going back and back and back in time. Yeah, yeah. So Betty, well, that's the main thing. It's like Betty kind of uses her magic to kind of be like an atom bomb, it seems yeah. like. Like she does this explosion and um, turns back into Betty. But this beam comes down and screws up this guy, messes him up. Which that's the guy, I believe, that turns into Omnimax, I believe. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. You got the squid face. That makes sense. Yeah, she's de- they get transferred to a new universe, even farther back in time. She's depowered. Uh, but then we see... I was excited. Because I haven't read this part. I was excited. We saw Big Green Foot, and I was like, oh, this is great. He's a defender. He's in mm-hmm. here now. I love the Hulk. <laughs> and then we just get this wild version of Hulk on the last page, which I loved so much, but it is also real wild yeah. looking yeah it's really strange it's just four four hulk faces on this massive hulk body all like displaying different see. emotions and like the way they talk is just colors yeah i thought that was interesting yeah that one's real- weird issue yeah. yeah so all right uh issue four Defenders issue four. Before they were gods, they were marvels. Doctor Strange and his defenders 
land in the fourth cosmos, the home of the archetypes of good and evil, primal entities of pure myth destined to echo through every reality to come. As desperate as Dr. Soda attempts yeah, attempts to harness their powers to rewrite all of existence in his own hand, Al Ewing and Javier Rodriguez explain, explore the truest origins of the Marvel multiverse in a cosmos colliding epic you'll have to experience to believe. That first page of Cloud, so good. I mean, all the pages in this one are good, man. Yeah. The Hulk, the Hulk stuff freaking looks great. Well, and that's where they start. It, this is almost like a pop art. Like, everything in this, it's, this is kind of where it goes through those high art. I know we keep saying high, whatever. but Yeah, they keep using Kirby dots. Yeah, this one especially is like halftone dots. This is a comic book. Like, this is, yeah. and you see it later, that this is literally a comic book. Um, yeah. yeah. Which is really, really, really neat. But I really love this idea of the archetype. Archetype. So they go to this like valley, and you see all these entities fighting each other, and you see like a kind of a silhouette that's kind of like Captain America. You kind of see a Spider Man. You kind of see Iron Man. Yeah. You see all this stuff, but they're just in constant battle with one another. Yeah. And they're. They're the most simplified version. Like Ant-Man, the little guy has an ant for a head. <laughs> yeah. Both, uh, Hawkeye, Hawkeye has a target for the head. Beast slash Wolverine is just like this furry blue thing with a big spike coming out of its hand. <laughs> um, yeah, then we get a wild Galactus. Yeah. But everything, yeah. And Doctor Doom, he's, he's like this, I don't know, big deal, but... This guy, Zota, steals his face, I guess. Yeah, I don't and... know what that fuck's supposed to be. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's just doom, I guess. But I don't understand, like, the face thing. But, um, they're gonna fight this weird Galactus. He... Yeah. Um, what, what's his name? Uh, the Mass Raider, Raider finally, yeah, finally uses his mask yeah. to, to go three times as big a reader repulsa style yeah kaoken times three and he punches them and every time he punches them it's just like splatters of different colors which i thought was really cool yeah I, a lot of stuff happens in this where cloud i don't know grows other people combines well, into one yeah it's like they kind of explain they kind of figure out androgyny but they figure out because of the archetypes like captain america will always exist that's what i love it reminds me yeah. a lot of like the spider totems in in that they yeah. in the spider verse and then um i never like, noticed the storm the storm one's cool did you see storm yeah it's like the, a body but then like a cloud for the face rain cloud uh, thor is kind of like that too yeah he's just got a storm cloud with a hammer yeah so good but but yeah uh, there's that the battle of all of them all the archetypes which happens a lot there's something about ways. the archetypes man i just love it yeah. it's so strange but i love it and, and it makes sense for this if we're talking about high concept marvel lore i mean it makes sense yeah there will always like that, be one of those yeah. characters something like that carries over and then 
Galactus turns into a good guy, or is this Galactus? Or is this just the archetype of the? Is just the archetype of the devourer? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Lame. Because this is before Omnimax, even. Yeah, yeah, and then we see. I don't know what the, is this supposed to be? God. Kind of. This was strange because it basically explains that it uses its power to destroy, but send them back. But they essentially. It's very pop arty. This is very like Lechtenstein. Uh, it's weird. But they step out of this comic book and this thing's going to send him, send him back. Cloud stays behind because she's with the archetype. She's figured that out. Yeah. And this god, or whatever, sends them back one more cycle. Send them back to two, I think. Yeah, where this golden god is fighting this creepy... Yu-Gi-Oh monster. <laughs> and this right here, like that I I almost shit my pants with how cool that end cover is or yeah. end spice page because it is it is uh Italian futurism. Yeah. Which is crazy and it's amazingly painted like the art is so different so uh than the rest it's of the jarring. book. But... It's jarring in a good way though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh it's very cool. Very and cool. yeah, they, yeah, they talk about. I mean, it's in the next. So just, uh, yeah, Defenders issue number five, the final issue of this series. Doctor Strange's ragtag Defenders face their final trial in the third cosmos, where the concepts of good and evil are locked in primal, eternal conflict. When the masked rider's identity is finally revealed, will the truth be their salvation or their undoing? That is one thing I do love about this book: that each issue is sort of breaking down these concepts of what we know today as the Marvel universe. Mm-hmm. As far as like the archetypes, magic, science, I, I that's I love that so much about this. Yeah. This this splash page also is just like Italian futurism out the ass. It's so good. Um damn, if you, if you if listener if you don't know what that is, just google it, you'll kind of see um, You talk about the 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 one where the golden god is in there and it's like doing the title of the issue. Yeah. Oh man, yeah, it's so good. But if you don't know what a Italian futurism is, just Google it and you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. It's so uh, good. What'd you think about this final issue? There's a lot going on. It's it's kind of hard to follow because the art is so wild in this one. But I love that the it's breaking down into more wild uh, an atmosphere, wild atmosphere. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I loved that, you know, Zota's here, and he's like, how long have I been here? It feels like I've lived my whole life. And I love that concept of, like, there's no time here. Time doesn't yeah. exist. Time doesn't exist. Yeah, we haven't got there yet. Uh, also, yeah. sidebar, I love the... I talk about the science character archetype, but I love that she's just like, oh, now I have these giant gauntlets because they're in my suit, and that's what I want right now. Mm-hmm. And then she just has these big... <laughs> glowing fist that she buzzes stuff with yeah glowing hulk hands so great man um but the masked rider finally walks up on this coda guy is that well, his name zoda so zoda, zoda is using this weird science shield or whatever but because none of that shit exists he's basically stealing energy from the main good like at this point we've got main good and main evil fighting for eternity or for the next yep. universe 
And because science and magic don't exist, then any energy used is stealing from the light. Yeah. So, we have a major issue there because, you know, they're like, okay, so the ultimate good is losing. Uh, We need to turn this around. And uh, so, Zoda is in this bubble again, but then the mass Rider just walks through that hoe. Yeah. But no one else can walk through it. That was the point where I knew what this was about. Yeah. Same. Yeah. They get into a they get into a scuffle. Zoda and the Mass Rider. Um it's not looking good for the Mass Rider, and then we see a bang and he dies. Yeah, bang. Well, and if you know, they say you have a fifty fifty chance, make sure it's equal as the person you're fighting, whatever. Yeah. And when Mass Rider gets unmasked, you understand that his equal is himself. He's it's a different version of Zoda. Which that was kind of confusing. I didn't really quite get that. I still don't. Like, after this, you know, we find out later that he was given the, this mask beforehand. But, you know, time works differently. He's given this mask. But like, by eternity? That, yeah, well, how did that, how does that cycle? He's not given it by eternity. He's given it by this other guy. But how does that himself, cycle Himself? <laughs> no, it's yeah, like so it, blind guy. Weird other superhero. Hmm. But how does that cycle continue? Is yeah. what's confusing to me. I don't know, man. Then they, oh, Harpy, uh, Ta, or whatever her name is, and Doctor Strange lend good their power, as in a spirit bomb sort of way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And, and he absolutely wrecks the uh, Black Eyes Dragon. Eyes <laughs> Black Dragon. UGO. <laughs> But he does. The mask rider is dead. That mask is cool as hell. That is neat. But it does. Oh know, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He, he gets dies, his. But... He, he gets the mask from the eighth. Cosmos. Jerome. Yeah. Yeah, but then it goes into even like a sketch pad. Like the art goes into like pencils for yeah. comic book. Which I thought that was really cool. And then Doctor Strange just another Doctor Strange another day in the office goes home kicks back no biggie. That's it, yeah. Wong's Wong's still a servant. What I don't understand, so we'll go in here. What I don't understand is when he's there, the dialogue says, "Let's see." Uh, he's like, "Anything I should know about old friend?" Wong says that he says. An adventure, Wong, one I'll happily tell you about, but not, but right now, right now, I plan to just sit for a very long time, coming down. Like, I don't understand, what the hell is that? What does that mean? Yeah. It's like, what is, what is this additional coming down? He gets erections from. The cocaine is wearing off. (laughs) Yeah, the space cocaine from the cosmos. Uh, I don't know. That was a weird ending. There's a lot of fun. Time you could have just stuff. taken you could have just taken the word out of it and that would have been better. Yeah. The like he's just sitting there. The time stuff is really cool. I love it. Oh, I didn't notice there's a picture of the original defenders in the background with beast. Yep. Above his head. But um yep. I like it too. I like there's some heavy concepts in here. It's very heady, but like fake concepts. You know what I mean? Like comic book concepts. Right, right, right. It doesn't really mean anything. 
Uh, I do like that. Sort of an inconsequential history of the Marvel Universe. Like, none of this matters to anybody. It doesn't... They didn't affect it in any way. They didn't change anything. Um, so I think yeah, it's cool. It's like a, just a side story. That's the coolest thing about them going back in time like that. Is it really doesn't affect anything. Unless they were to completely change it, and then you have a new universe. Yeah. Well, I mean, they boosted that guy's power. Well, I guess they... That's not really changing it because that guy stole the power. What's his name did? Zota. Zota. I don't know. I liked it. What do you think overall, man? Uh, it was a fun. It was a fun read. Mm. Yeah. You know, it's only five issues, but it was cool to see this high concepts and how those play into you know what's the future exploration of the the fifth and and fourth cosmos like that's cool to me it's like the things ended and then that's big bang here we are again yeah yeah i agree and they do have a follow-up book uh coming out which is like this is volume it's not even volume one i think this second book is called defenders beyond oh it's called uh, Defenders it looks, 2, Electric Bugaloo. <laughs> it's called Defenders Beyond, and it looks cool. The roster is different, though. Um, it has Blue Marvel, America Chavez, Tigra, mm. Loki, and then Galactus's mom. Your mom. <laughs> Galactus's mom. <laughs> so that'll be cool. That's some cool characters. I'm sure Doctor Strange will be in it. He seems to be the one that fucking doesn't care about people's lives well he's in everything yeah he's in everything uh i liked it overall let's talk about the art for a second i don't think this book would have been as good if it didn't have this art in it though oh absolutely yeah the art is top notch like if if rob liefeld that's my basis now if rob liefeld illustrated this i'd throw this in the trash (laughs) bam uh yeah the art is so good it's perfect in my opinion yeah i it's such it's so stylized that you can't really have any critiques of like it's it's sort of like daniel warren johnson like it's so wild and so stylized that like any Mm -hmm. critiques or weird things that you notice is just like oh that's just kind of fucking style man it's really loose right yeah 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 that uh, well and it's so classic too yeah that's yeah, this one's not even that's loose. Good. It's just it's I don't, know, I don't know how to explain it. It's great. It's great. That's it, guys. I said it's great. great. Let's grade this bad boy. Alright. I pull up our grading chart in our Discord. You should join our Discord and uh you can have it too. Don't tell me what it's to in do. our it's in our FAQ section. Oh, it's talking to the audience. It's in our FAQ section. Oh okay. I'll go first. Uh I'm gonna give this one a D three. It was good, in my opinion. I like it, but there was yeah. a lot. There was like a lot of like. I'm just gonna avoid that. Like that little corner piece on D three. That that just white piece. I'm just gonna avoid that because it's too much. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. There's a like, lot of some of the word, been... some of the wording. I was just like, I'm not even gonna think about that too much because it's fucking too much. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. That because there's not like a frame of reference. Yeah, it's like Marvel <laughs> yeah. Universe or nothing. So, um, 
Even with that, I I really liked it. I'm gonna give it right in the middle. I'm gonna give it an E4. I mean, it's like Ooh, almost E4. right in the middle of the grading chart. That's a good one. And I know we we stay around. We've been staying around the same area for a lot of. We our... read some good books. I didn't think this was gonna be. I thought this was gonna be a because I remember how wordy the first one was. I thought this was gonna be a slam dunk for us, but no, it was fucking enjoyable. Yeah, Maybe we're growing. We're growing as readers, man. Maybe. Rainbow. But if you want to hear us tear some shit apart, listen to our reviews of TV shows and movies. <laughs> yeah, the movies right, are great. Did. I mean, the 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 comics are great, but the the movies and stuff are going downhill. Yeah, go listen to us rip apart Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, so uh, much. Other than that, we're circling the drain. So where can the people find you, Simon? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Syme on Toast. That's Syme underscore on underscore Toast. Um, you can find my website website at Syme And for those that didn't know, I illustrated a children's book. So look on yeah. Amazon for the tale. Tale. T-E-L-L. I'm Texan. <laughs> the tale. <laughs> the tale. The tale, tale, tale. The tale, tale, fart. Tell, tale, fart. Uh, it's a children's book. It is nine dollars or ten, I guess. It's ten dollars for a printed Perfect copy, price. um, and it's really fun. And it breaches the topic. I wrote a review of myself <laughs> on Amazon. It breaches the topic of when it's rude and when it's acceptable to fart, which I, I think is I think it's really important. You know, the adults don't even talk about the shit. So, yeah. Go out there, get that book. It's good. I love it. Yeah, you guys definitely need to check that out. Anything I got going on is on WednesdayPull.com or at WednesdayPull on Twitter. Uh, we're circling the drain, guys. We will see you next week. I don't remember what we're reading, but again, if you want to, check out our newsletter. and uh, I'll forward you, you the know. email. <laughs> yeah, you, you will know. So uh, we'll see you guys next week. Daddy's sleepy. Daddy's sleepy.